Hey nerds, if you like what we do here on One Podcast for Nerds, remember you can always support us through the ACAST supporting system to which you can find a link to in the description below of every episode. It's only a minimum of three US dollars, but no commitment. We also sell mugs, which you can find at mainjams.com, and I would describe them with Nolan's trademark slogan, having a good hand feel. They're great for coffee, tea, when you're streaming, gaming, or just doing nerdy shit. Alright, let's get to the show. Play that intro. Alright. Yeah, so I was thinking of just like scary... I don't know, just scary shit. Okay. Okay. Uh, Throw in any real life experiences you might have. I don't. Like, the the problem is I don't know a lot about horror stuff. Oh, you don't have to. I'm sure you watched a few scary movies when you were a kid, like I don't know, Babysitters Club or some shit like that. Babysitters Club. <laughs> no, I watched I watched some scary movies, but like they weren't my favorite just because of like the plot was bad ninety percent of the time. If I think a plot is like mind numbing and I can't, I don't want to follow it, I won't. Well, I know you got a thing about tomatoes after watching Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. That traumatized you as a child. No, uh, that was uh, a little bit before my time. <laughs> that was a long time before your time. Uh, just a little <laughs> bit before my time. All right, should we start? Yes, sir. All right. I'm a beagle! Welcome, everybody, to our next episode of One Podcast for Nerds. This is your host for the night, Nolan. That's me. Hey, how's it going? And with me is Austin. <laughs> yeah, um, that that's me. Hey, I'm Austin. <laughs> You're going to be hearing us talk a lot more than Andrew because Andrew's sadly not able to make it with us tonight. He's stuck at work. Yeah, he's, he's listening like, in. All the oxygen anyways. Yeah, it gives us a chance to listen to the sounds of our voices. But yeah, poor Andrew. He had to work tonight. He's listening in on his lunch break right now. And later when he's hiding in the cooler pertaining to work, he'll be listening. And from time to time, I'm sure he'll chime in with a few messages in our chat. So Austin and I know that he's still there and listening and telling us what we're doing wrong. <laughs> As usual. But uh, yeah, welcome to episode, I'm going to call this episode 29. I think I, I told Andrew it was 28 last time. Call it 29. If it's, it's wrong, episode 43. Episode 193. <laughs> All right, so Halloween's coming up. I thought tonight we just have a little chat about scary games, scary movies, scary music. Any real life experiences that might have traumatized you and scared you? Um, now, talking about trauma, I mean scary, something that was scary and traumatized you, not like my my experience with the sound of music, which just traumatized me so badly as a child, which I told you about in like two uh, two of our podcasts ago. But uh, yeah, so Austin. Ah, uh, is there any game that you've played when you were younger that I don't know, me? not maybe not scared you, but just had a really kind of scary, spooky feel to it? 
trying to think here. No, I never. I I was a little bitch. I always stayed away from scary games. Well, I'm uh, laughing because Andrew just charmed into the chat. There's a scary ex-wife joke there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for you, yeah. No, no. I was always super scared of fucking scary games, man. Uh, I had no reason to ever play them. Like, fuck that. Um, there's a like. I guess like Resident Evil, like the originals Resident Evils were like would, would count as a horror game, even though I don't really consider them a horror game. That was the first thing that came to mind was the the original Resident Evil, the first one I played on PlayStation. That I remember the one because it had the loading scene where the doors open, or so you don't just see the, it saying loading, the door opens and all stuff. Well, it loads from the from the, from the CD. But I remember there was one part in the game where you're going from one room to another, and when that door opens in a loading scene, zombies come out, and you're actually being attacked, and I wasn't ready for that. Then you're like, fuck! <laughs> it's like, where the fuck are they coming from? Um, I remember, th- so like that, that was the, that was like one thing from there. But the whole feel, like, I just liked that, that horror game. aspect. Yeah, I like the horror aspect of it. Um, see, I like, I like, I've always loved Resident Evil, but not for the reason that most people love Resident Evil, because a lot of people really like Resident Evil for, like, kind of like the, uh, the horror aspects, the zombie aspects, and everything like that. I loved Resident Evil for the fact that it was, like, it was such a confident survival game where you have to, like, you always try to keep everything uh, immaculate in your inventory to fit as much stuff as possible. Right? That's what I always liked. But uh, from that game there, if I had to choose a memory, um, Resident Evil, the originals, or Resident Evil 4, which was my first Resident Evil game, believe it or not. Um, Resident Evil 4. So it's not too early in the game, but I was also quite young when I had a GameCube, so I really probably shouldn't have been playing it. I just thought Leon looked really cool. Um, but God. um, so there's a once you first get into uh, have you ever played Resident Evil Four? No, not four. Well, once you like like kind of get into the first town. Right, like, uh, one of your arch nemesis for that game is like this weird kid guy, but uh, he wasn't in there yet. It was like this giant, fucking, super tall, bearded dude. And he like sets off the town's uh, like bell, and that like wakes up all of the people of Las Plagas, right? Which was the new zo- uh zombie, uh, virus that set them all off. Um, but he sets them all off like they come out of the fucking woods man they're everywhere and I was just I remember being so overwhelmed (laughs) just running away like because like of course you don't have good aim and you're just firing bullets at nothing and you don't know the knife trick at that point in time right so the knife trick is you shoot them once in the foot and you can knife them and uh or you press the melee button and you do a like a roundhouse kick that kicks them over and you can run up and melee them because they can't do any damage to you right and that will give you more H that essentially will save your, save you ammo at the very least at the very least. Um, but so when I was playing, 
I had no no idea about any of that, so I would waste all my ammo. And I remember very clearly getting into a corner of a room and just watching them just hoard me, and I was screaming and everything like that. Like, oh my 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 mom came in my room. She's like, "What are you fucking freaking out about?" And then uh, because I was a kid, I was like, "This game, it's horrifying." Uh, and then she took it away from me for a couple of years, which sucks now, but I understand. I understand. I understand. <laughs> Um, but for like horror movies, there was only one horror movie that really fucked with me as a kid. Like, r- truthfully, like I swore off of horror movies until I was an adult when I realized most horror movies are just dumb because the plot is so stupid. <laughs> um, which was Jeepers Creepers. I watched Jeepers Creepers one with some of my uh, friends. I was like, that was a good movie. Ten. Very good movie. Uh, I think the the first one's better for plot, but the second one's much better for kills. Oh, absolutely. The second one I enjoyed more, but the first one did have a better story. Um, but so essentially, yeah, that the bus scene really fucked me up as a kid, and I couldn't watch horror movies for a long time. Um, <laughs> I kind of. I started watching like more like goofier stuff that kind of classifies horror, like uh, Evil Dead everything like that back when I when I first got into high school because I always thought that was really interesting. And Goonies, um, Gremlins. Yeah, the kind of thing the like funnier, that. Not, the comedy kind of horror. Yeah. And then like uh, I went and watched Evil Dead the remake. I haven't touched that. Don't want to. Uh, yeah, don't. It is... I mean, I can appreciate what they were trying to do, but like don't take away everything that makes the game special the movie special you know what i mean well the original just had magic to it, it well was that's what i mean special. they uh they took away all the fun campy stuff that made evil dead what it was right uh they gave all the, the all the teenagers all of ash's friends his girlfriend his sister all that just the generic kind of like uh horror tropes everything like that like there's a smart kid the fucking jock right um, and it's just but, like everything was horrible about it, man. I I that will never be able to say a good thing about that. Like the original, it was done with no money, and you could tell. And so the whole everything just fit with it. It was a low budget movie. All the gags and stuff, like the camp stuff, was all like it all fit. You can't have that kind of comedy with when once you have money and once you got a bigger budget and you got all the bells and whistles, that kind of comedy doesn't fit. Uh-huh. It really does. It's like, I recently watched The Lost of Pastor, which is such a bad movie, but because it's so bad, you laugh and you kind of enjoy it. It looks like a high, it looks like, The Lost Pastor looked like it was filmed by a bunch of film school students and they all failed. Oh, because it was. <laughs> And yeah, it was, but when everything's done within those confines, everything fits because that's part of the flavor of it. And that's what I found with Evil Dead. And then like Army of Darkness, they had more money. And so everything was like another level up. Oh, but they kept the campness and everything like that. That's the thing I really liked about it. They did, but they didn't make it look like they had a lot of money behind it oh, well, 
they just well because they used it for like the set pieces and everything like that it wasn't uh like let's make the let's make the fucking uh deadites into like just generic fucking demon people i will say though uh the raping tree from uh the 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 remake was actually terrifying Maybe I'll give it a go for that. <laughs> uh, uh, no, don't do it. No. no, it's not worth it. Um, one game that I really enjoyed that maybe not so much it wasn't terrifying, but it had a lot of suspense to it. Was I played Silent Hill, the first Silent Hill in story mode. So you you're not being attacked by anything, and that just it was a haunting experience to play it like that. I don't know well, if you ever played sense. that. Uh, the movie was really good. I played the second one. The second one was really cool because there's all these different endings, and I like the atmos- atmospheric horror that you kind of get with uh, like the fog and everything like that and how like everything changes. And then with pyramid head, like hunting you down all the time. Uh, those were always really interesting to me. I always loved that aspect of the game. Um, well, it's like Diablo. When I played Diablo, the original, I always played at night in the dark. <laughs> uh, see the original Diablo was so old at that point for me because what one, uh, it was out for a very long time by the time I first played it, right? And so it was so old that the graphics were like so garbage. I guess I didn't, I never even like considered it, right? Because it was so cartoonish to me, like where you hit a zombie, you just go, uh, uh, and then it dies, right? <laughs> Don't get me wrong, there was some actual scary stuff with it when you think about it because of, uh, like the butcher. I was just going to say the butcher when you go in the room and you just hear fresh meat and yeah. it's dark. He can't see him. And he just runs up to you and fucks you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one game that I remember that wasn't ever super scary, but it was, it was just the way they implemented it into the game. Right. Doom three. I never played doom. I played a little uh, bit of the first one. The Doom, the first two Doom games were like super fucking like, I'm just going to smash my buttons here. Uh, I'm going to like, and I'm really dumbing it down. A lot of people are going to get angry, but uh, <laughs> like it was just a, it was a generic. Like it wasn't scary. It wasn't even really that hard. Like you can, sh- you just if you're good and good at moving, you would never really get hit. Um, big thing for that game for me, right? was that made it really terrifying as it was always really really dark in the original doom 3 release right yeah but but here's the thing i'm waiting for it lay it on me right um you could you could either have your flashlight out or your weapon you couldn't have both that's cool right so it was always really fucking hard because you're sitting there and like I can't see shit. And then all of a sudden, fucking boom. Don't get me wrong. And like in more recent re-releases, they kind of added it into it to kind of uh, make it a little more like playable because it's really really hard without what like being able, it's either see or uh, memorize every single little hallway, right? 
Uh, but it was such a that was such an interesting thing to me because they'd never done anything like that before. Um, what else is like a cool kind of horror esque experience? I remember there were a couple games on the original Nintendo, but that was mostly just down to the graphics being so limited that there was a lot of black, everything was dark, and not really scary games, but they just, when you play them, they're dark, and they had that kind of feel. Um, so, my whole, th like, one thing I actually do remember... Right, was from the original Resident Evil. Right? You know where like they have that cutscene where it like does a close up on the zombie's face? Yep. That that was that fucked me up as a kid. <laughs> oh yeah, you were a lot younger than I was. Yeah. Well, I still am a lot. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot more hair. A lot more hair. I'm getting pissed off to the point where I think I'm gonna shave it. I'm gonna get it all gone. Hey man, it looks good when you do that. Yeah, it's a lot less maintenance. You don't have to worry about all that long hair and taking care of it. Sounds like you just want yeah. me to get rid of it. Join the club, man. Are you jealous, No. Are you jealous the hair? I was never jealous of hair. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, and a horror yeah, is a weird is a weird thing for me, in general. Um, I like good horror, right? Or good horror aspects, right? Or good scary moments in not non horror movies. If that, if you understand what I'm saying, I think so. Right, like for example. My, I think the thing that has done more harm for horror as a genre than any good it has ever done is the horror tropes, right? Like, don't be wrong, it's always fun when like Cabin in the Woods kind of like pokes fun at like the slut, the jock, the stoner, the <laughs> smart girl, the fucking virgin, and all that stuff. It's always fun yeah. to watch them kind of like point poke fun at that. But at the same time, right? That was one of the charms of Scream. Because they really mercilessly poke fun at that. Well, yes, but like um, the whole fact that those became an aspect of horror in general, that's one of the yeah. things I dislike. Um, and the main reason of it is because it's like, it's so lazy, right? Like, okay, and then um, one, another big, one another big crime of horror that I say, at the very least, is the fact that like everybody's so fucking stupid. <laughs> There is no like, smart person in any group. Exactly right. Even the sport, even the person's like they even have like the stereotypical like glasses and like unfashionable clothes and everything like that. And they're like, yes. See, if I was Jason, I wouldn't go over here because this is this is that and that's this and he's obviously scared of water. Blah 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 blah. Kind of thing like that, right? Sure as shit, they walk up to the water and Jason's in the water and he pulls him in and stabs him thirty-seven times with his fucking machete, right? You're like, yeah, oh, nerds, wow. The nerd always dies exactly the same way he said he would. Yeah. Or thinks they're too smart or like whatever. But another big thing I fucking can't stand. Right. <laughs> is. Adding kills. Do you Just understand what I mean by that? 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like for certain slasher ones, especially if like iconic killers like Kruger or Jason or Michael and everything like that, it's always kind of cool to see, you know, fucking them go ham on like a party or something like that where they just kill people. But if like, if it's like, <laughs> there's a YouTube channel I watch uh, called uh, Fresh Meat, I believe. I have uh, still have a little bit of a headache, so I can't re- quite remember. But uh, fresh meat, and he has something called the golden chainsaw and like the dull machete. For yeah. the golden chainsaw is for the best kill, and gold and dull machete is for the worst kill. <laughs> right. So it's like there's always like like don't try to just pad your numbers. Have cool, interesting kills, right? Or like and like stuff that like really, really leaves it up to imagination because your imagination what's really scares you. Well, it's like I can't remember what movie it was. It was, I don't know, one of the Jason movies or something like that from back then. And he's chasing a bunch of kids out of a house and they're running down the street and the next scene He's walking through a drive-thru and just randomly opens the door and stabs two people in a car and moves on and then ch- finishes chasing the kids. And really like, like I said, just, just a, some more blood shots and a couple more kills. And just a pad kind of like – and like the biggest crime that I think like having stupid survivors is, is it's to make the uh, killer look more scary. In reality, if your killer was scary – Right? Or was they'd all be like, dead. They'd all be dead. <laughs> right? But they're not dead. Right? Um, so then their killer's not scary anymore. So like if you have an intelligence, at least one or two intelligent survivors, not just like the last girl kind of thing, like actually competent people, right? It makes the killer more scary it or monster more scary if like they still lose and they do everything right, but the killer is just that good. Yeah. I think that right there is terrifying. <laughs> um, do you have any funny memories about people being scared in horror movies? Cause I, 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 I think you do just because you fucking, you wanted to do this and you thought I'd be a little bitch about being scared all the time. Well, the horror movies never really scared me. I grew up watching them. My parents would rent them back in the days of VHS. I don't remember Betamax, although I'm sure my parents did Betamax and then VHS. But they go to bed and the movies would be too scary, so they put the they take them, put them in their bedroom. And I became a little thief when I was quite young. Oh no! I could very easily once everyone was in bed. I'd sneak into my parents' room, take the video off of their dresser, go downstairs, watch it. And like I'm like six, seven years old doing this when I first started. Yeah. And I did the, like <clears throat> I saw every scary movie my parents ever got in the dark around midnight. Yeah. And then when I was done, I'd sneak back upstairs and put it back on the dresser, same spot, so they never knew I watched it. So like did you I ever rewind it? Yes, I always rewound it. So because as they say, it wouldn't have been very smart. It's kind of like you know taking your parents' vodka but pouring water in it because, yeah, <laughs> putting it back in the freezer and going like, huh? They go in there. I'm gonna have a little bit of vodka, and they look in there and go, huh? My vodka's frozen. My fucking teenagers. 
But no, like I was kind of immune to a lot of scary movies when I was a kid. I mean, the ones I watched and the ones I watched over and over were so low budget that, yeah, they had all the all the usual horror tropes, and they were all just cookie cutters of the same thing. Yeah, Halloween was a little different. I think Halloween. I don't think in the original, Michael Myers killed as many people. I think he was he was more chasing uh, Jamie Lee Curtis around. Well, there's one scene more scary. There was one scene that I thought was great, and you know what? It's probably what it probably did scare me. She's in a hallway. She's crying because she's scared, trying to get away. And there's like an open doorway or something like that next to her, and it's pitch black in there. And then all of a sudden, you just see Michael Myers, the mask light up a little bit, like come into the light. And yeah, he's yeah. there, and he just pauses, and he's just standing there for a few seconds before she knows he's there. And like, <clears throat> I was a kid, I was a little kid. That scared me. That really the fuck and you know what? Yeah, the Halloween theme music I thought was scary when I was a kid. Actually, that that leads into my my thing. So like, remember when I asked? Because uh, I asked a little bit a little bit ago if you uh, had a moment that was funny about like horror, like a horror story that was funny. Like maybe your friend was too scared, kind of thing like that. Yeah. Do you have one? Um. Not real. I was always just surprised that most people didn't see it coming. <laughs> uh, so for me, my uh, one buddy does not do good before. Like if he ever listens to this, he's going to fucking kill me. Um, like he's not like he, if you want somebody to protect you in a horror movie, my friend Jake is not the person to protect you in a horror movie. <laughs> right. He's sitting there um, and we're sitting there. Uh, we're all watching. Uh, I think it was Paranormal Activity. I don't quote me. I don't quite remember if it was Paranormal Activity. Uh, I think it was like four. It wasn't even the scary one, right? The first one was a bit scary. The first one was just because the first time we ever seen anything like yeah. that, right? That was actually scary. Um, we're we're sitting there, me and my sister and my my uh, my friend Jake. We're watching the show, and uh, we're like, it's getting to the point where like something like the fucking parents are getting tossed around by the poltergeist and everything like that. And we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, fucking uh, look over. I I Jake's his eyes are open. His eyes are open, fucking not even phased by anything what's going on, on the screen. But he has his he has his hands over his ears. I like I like nudge him, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "What?" I'm like, "Why are you covering your ears?" He's like, "It's scary." I'm like, "And like," <laughs> and he goes, "He's like, well, the music's what makes it scary, you know, because the music builds up and everything like that." And I may I remember making fun of him, but now that I'm thinking about it. Music really does kind of build you up for like and the anticipation. It gets you like you know like when it goes like uh, Mike when Michael's chasing people or uh, yeah Michael Myers is chasing people. You know it's like ring ding 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 kind of thing like that. Yeah, right. That's actually quite <laughs> scary as it's like kind of like gets you amped up. It gets your blood flowing and everything like that. Right? Well, it, so it's funny because like with the with scary music and horrors, it's really simple. Some very short, repetitive bits of music, and they just like speed up or like something changes. Like in Halloween, it's a very, very short chord, mm-hmm. but but every time it repeats, 
it's different. And so it's, you, you, it makes, because you can feel it, it's building. And so it's, it makes your feelings, your like sense of dread and horror kind of build with it. Just like Jaws. That's what's so brilliant about the Jaws theme music. And oh, yeah. like you hear that and like it builds the suspense for the scene. Music is such a huge component of that. I just remember sure, sitting you there. You see them running around. You can see them swimming in the ocean. But you hear the music and you know it's coming. And then you're just waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting and the music's building. And then, boom. Guy you see him by a shark. You're or like, you no! <laughs> but no. you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. You're on the edge of your seat just waiting. You're all wound really tight, like coiled like a spring, right? And then it yeah. happens, and boom! And like, oh, and you get a little jump in you. And that comes from the music, man. The music's what builds that. I can agree with that, actually. But I, like I said, I just remember looking at them and laughing, and people are like looking, or, like people are like looking at us because I'm like actually laughing, laughing at them, right? Did, but so, did he get back at you by taking you to Marley and me? Oh, this different buddy, believe it or not. Okay. Different buddy. <laughs> this, this, uh, Jake was like, because you embarrass Jake, and someone else embarrasses. Uh, uh, Jake and I have been family friends for a long time, but uh, like this, uh, the guy from Marley and Me was a uh, uh, was a friend from high school. I was uh, really hoping everybody would forget about Marley and Me. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck, I can't believe you remembered that. No, I'm, I'm going to remember all kinds of things, man. Yeah, man. <clears throat> But uh, yeah, so essentially, yeah, Marley and me, fuck. You know, I changed my mind. You know, some of the most scary movie in the world, Marley and me, because it fucking makes you cry your eyes out like a little bitch. (laughs) But uh, going to my next question for you, Nolan, even though you're the host of the show, we're hosting it together, man. Um, what is what is your favorite horror movie? Doesn't have to be the best horror movie, but like, what is your favorite horror movie? I do know that uh, what's well, uh, Evil uh, Evil Dead is your favorite movie. I was gonna say Army of Darkness is my favorite movie of all time, but <clears throat> for horror, oh, I was just talking about this with a friend. What makes me love a horror movie is just is because of, like. I, I do feel like I'm I'm immune to a lot of them because I just watched so many of those movies when I was a kid. Hmm. Um, one movie that I, that really gets to me that like when I watched it as a kid and like I've, I've I can't explain why, but The Birds by Alfred Hitchcock. I like it. It, it wasn't <laughs> so much me, right? scary, but I fucking hated that movie. Because of just like what I don't know what I can't describe how it made me feel, but like I don't know watching it, like I just felt really, really uncomfortable. Same with Return to Oz. I fucking hate Return to Oz. Yeah, but Return was, to Oz is actually actually scary, like legit. Like that, I wasn't scared of it. I just had this like I, it just made me feel so uncomfortable. I just never wanted to watch it. But my favorite uh, horror movie. Oh, 
Poltergeist movies were kind of scary. I like those, but Best movies are you know what? It really comes down to like just sheer ridiculousness and movies like Ghoulies and Critters, like old eighties movies. The, those the, are the one, like really really bad ones. Eh? I love those, and you know what? I was always a huge fan of Nightmare on Elm Street, the Freddy oh. Krueger movies. I thought, okay, I think, hands down, Freddy Krueger was the scariest bad guy, like, horror villain character. Because he got you when you were sleeping in your dreams, in your nightmares. You can't, you could not escape from him. Well, they did, but he was the hardest one to get away from. Because at some point, everybody's going to fucking go to sleep. Well, and, well that, and that's the thing. For me... Like, I wasn't really as scared as Freddy because Freddy actually like talked. He wasn't like a f- like Jason, for example. Right? Jason is a force of fucking nature. Yeah, right? <laughs> he's a fucking force of nature where he will he will get you. Like he will fuck you up. Yeah, but when Jason dies and it's just his mask there on the ground, it was Freddy Krueger's hand that came up and grabbed him and dragged him to hell. Yeah, and at the end of Fred- we're gonna go that Freddy in space. Or uh, Jason in space. Yeah, but Jason X is bad. We don't talk about Jason X. <laughs> um. So, if we're gonna be talking about that, then but then Jason was the one who cut him in half at the end of J- Freddy versus Jason. He walks out of the water. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? Aliens, when they find the guys stuck to the wall, and because oh. I I never saw Alien first, I saw Alien after I saw Aliens, so I didn't get to ex- experience like the alien burst out of John Hurt's chest or yeah yeah. The first time I saw that was in Aliens, and like that that was scary That's, to me. Oh fuck that yeah, one. that one got me. That one made me jump. I wasn't ready for that. My parents that, probably were, but then I was watching this. I think at night after I stole it from their dresser when they had gone to bed. I think that that I don't think that that is. Uh, I don't. The reason why I don't think that's a scary scene is because before I seen Aliens, I seen Spaceballs. <laughs> you know that's, that's another one of my favorite movies, man. I love yeah. that so much. Hello, my honey. Pizza Hello, my baby. Hello, my ragtime gal. Right? I remember seeing that beforehand. And so then when I when I got to that scene, because I I was like, I think I was like four or five. Oh, no, it was, it was older than that. I was like, probably like 10 when I seen Spaceballs for the first time. And I still, a lot of the jokes, the, a lot of the jokes from Spaceballs that I really loved Right, I know this is the horror episode, but I'll get back to uh, horror quickly. But a lot of the jokes that I loved as a kid are the jokes are the least funniest jokes as from Spaceballs that I I enjoy as an adult. Like what the joke that went ra- way over my head is when they're like in the desert and then like the Darth uh, Rick Moranis is like, uh, "What are you guys doing? Yeah, what are you guys doing right there?" And he's like, "He's like, oh, we're combing the desert." And he has one of the hair picks as they're like giant hair picks as they're combing the desert. Yeah. One of the stu- <laughs> stupidest fucking jo- joke in the entire movie. But as an adult, I love that joke so much. Oh man, that's still one of my favorite jokes in that. 
yeah, fat right? and having the gangster Pizza the Hut, and he's got the little the, the cyborg uh, henchman, and he, Pizza Hut's talk, and the henchman's like started like eating the toppings off of it, like oh man, that's great stuff. Uh, so for <laughs> the alien bursting out of his chest, that wasn't scary for me. Um, as it more was more funny. Because I, 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 when I first seen, it, I was like, I was like, oh, that's what it's that's from. What it came from. <laughs> I, and like, I don't understand how people were ever scared for Ripley in that movie. Ripley was such a badass through every fucking scene. The moment I seen, the moment like anything bad happened, I'm like, she's gonna figure it out. She's like, she's a god. I, yeah. So like, I was never worried about Ripley in that movie. Oh, Nolan, so that your best, your most scared, like that, what you think the best horror movie is, is Aliens, right? Oh, no. Um, if you want something that's going to be like scary, creepy, kind of shock value, I probably think The Ring or Juan. Those oh. were, but that was because those were different. I really, really fucking enjoy those, especially oh. The Ring. But the girl that comes out of the well. Yeah. You will um, die in seven days. Yeah. But my favorite ones are the old ones like Ghoulies, Critters. Like, mm. oh man, Piranha 2. Piranha was when everyone's getting eaten in the, in the ocean by piranhas. That's the first one. Mm. The second one. They're crossbred with flying fish, so now the piranhas are flying through town eating people. You can't beat that shit, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, for me, right, so I, now, I think of horror you... movies, and I just like I just love the ridiculousness of them. That's it. Okay, okay. See, for me, it was always the. What is the worst horror movie you've ever watched before? So we'll do best and worst, and then I'll do my two. Oh, fuck. The worst? Oh, man. We like, said it wasn't even scary. What's that? Like, like it wasn't even, it wasn't scary. Like, it, like a lot of horror, good horror movies are bad horror, like, uh, aren't good movies. Right? But they're scary. Right? So, like, thought... what is your, the, your least favorite or, like, most hated horror movie that you've ever seen? The most, the one movie that I just, I hated that it was called a, that it was called a horror, was Arachnophobia because that was funny as hell, man. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe not funny as hell, but like John Goodman just made that funny. Um, I remember, oh fuck, the first zombie movie where the zombies actually ran. That oh, scared me. Uh... The fucking Zack Snyder Day of the Dead. Was that the first? Or no, it was Dawn of the Dead. Sorry, it was Zack Snyder's. At least that's the first one I ever seen. I mean, there were a lot of bad. Like, there's uh, everything that comes to mind is just stuff that's so bad that I enjoyed it. Like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Like, it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are just so stupid that you have to enjoy them. Um, oh, fuck. Now I'm drawing a blank. Worst one. Oh. 
I don't know. I'm sort of thinking some, but some of the more modern ones are more action than horror, and that just ruins the whole feel for me. Um, no, I'm gonna have to think about that. How about you? All right. So, what I think the best horror movie is, and that's just this is my choice, right? I think Cabins in the Woods is the best horror movie. That was a good one. Right, because yeah, it kind of kind of like cracking a joke about the uh, um, what's it called about like all the horror tropes and everything like that, and they're kind of making fun of it, but not in the same way that Scream ever made fun of it, kind of thing, you know. Uh, my whole thing that I hated about it, that I loved about it, is the fact that it's just like they knew what they were doing wasn't going, to, wasn't super serious, right. Um, and how it didn't take themselves seriously, but at the same time, there actually had modern horror tropes that really kept them together. Um, with the same kind of bullshit being with uh, what's it called? Um, I'm leaving it hang here because I, <laughs> I can't. I'm trying to think here. Sorry. Uh, what? Uh, Sigourney Weaver shows up the very end as like the leader of the fucking corporation that's like taunting these kids, right? Um, and they're it's it's just like because she's horror movie like, uh, like royalty. It's just like whenever fucking uh, what's her name shows up finally. Um, was, uh, who played Michael Myers' sister? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, it's whenever Jamie Lee Curtis shows up, like and like when you see Jamie Lee Curtis in a, uh, like a modern horror movie, you're like, oh shit, <laughs> or. It's, just like the lady who plays uh, Sydney and Scream. Yeah. I'm like, right. fuck. It's about to get real good. And then for my, uh, my, my least favorite horror movie of all time. I don't like I a lot of horror. I don't know what a lot of mine would be. Because I hate, a, I don't like a lot of horror movies. Because they're so bad usually. I just I didn't hate this movie like like a lot of people did in this in the theaters, but I just failed to kind of see the point. That was the Blair Witch Project. Oh, it goes the Blair the idea of the Blair Witch Project was scary the first one because it was like found footage and they made it look like it was all real and everything like that. Yeah, that that, that did scary. and like that was back in the day when I used to go like camping in the woods with my buddies and it would just be us in the woods. And so I could kind of like relate to that, but I just, I don't know. Fact that like, like the found footage and it's like the blame, all these, all these teenagers were never seen again. Right. I can understand how that was kind of spooky. Um, I just didn't like it. I think here, what else is there? Uh, For me, and this is kind of this might seem like kind of a cop out because I fucking hate. I can't stand uh, the Evil Dead remake, but I think that's the worst movie, worst horror movie I've ever seen. Well, yeah, because like there's some horror movies that they make them and they're just not horror. Well, no, it's like it's like it, it's a horror movie. It's just a fucking bad, unfun piece of shit of a movie. Right. Um, 
It made no sense to me. I fucking hated every aspect of it. Uh, you know, another one I really hated was Jaws the Revenge. Was that like, the one where it's in the fucking uh, the theme park? I think so. And they kill the shark, and then there's no one out there, and the guy's like, it's his mother! It's like, oh, fuck. Like, come on. Dun -dun. <laughs> My whole thing is, uh, so they, like, there's one where they're in like a like like a water park, you know, like fucking like the killer whales and everything kind of park, right? Yeah. And they have like jaws swimming to it, and I believe if I'm, I I could be wrong, it might be a dolphin they kill, right? What the shark kills. I think it was an orca they killed. Like the fucking jaws killed the killer whale. And I'm like, are you kidding me? There's no way in hell that fucking a shark could kill an orca, especially since orcas are like the fucking asshole of the, of the uh. Like an of the, the, of the ocean, yeah, man. They they like they they'll kill like seals just for fun, and they hunt sharks. They hunt great whites. It's the only predator the great white has. Yep. That's the thing. Like it just doesn't make any sense to me. But not horror movies. They've never really. It's not. It's very. It's been very rare where ones actually kind of scared me. I felt uncomfortable by the, some of them, like fucking Return to Oz. But um, what is one like that for me? Um, I really like the like uh all the. He did uh, the Aquaman movies recently. One second. What are they called? What's his name? The what? The director. He did the Aquaman movies. Just one second. Uh... James Wan. That name means nothing to me. He does a lot of horror movies. He actually got famous from making horror movies. Such as like Saw. And The Conjuring, right? Oh, Saw was such a good one. Uh, the thing I don't like about Saw is how it kind of changed the horror genre from like serial killers and everything like that to like like the most disgusting fucking uh, body horror possible. Because like, if we didn't get uh, uh, if the, if Saw wasn't there, we wouldn't have got stuff like the Human Centipede. Yeah, that, I tried watching that, and it's like this is so stupid. I'm done. Like Conjuring, right? It's amazing. I absolutely love Conjuring. It's so much heart. It's so good. The even though it's about like fucking ghosts and everything like that, and I know ghosts don't ex don't exist. And if you think ghosts exist, that's cool for you. But don't try to convince me. I don't believe in them. Dude, I've told you, there's a ghost in Rebel outside Revelstoke in Three Valley Gap in that uh, haunted in the ghost town there, man. There's a little girl that haunts the train station in there. Yeah, I've seen it. My number two at my job, he's seen it and totally creeped the fuck out of both of us. Little well, girl, so, I mean, you can, you can believe in it, but I'm not like, gonna believe true, you. It's true. I'm not. I, I'm not you. I told you this, and you were so surprised, and you're like. But like, you don't believe in ghosts. Like, I don't. But that one is fucking real. 
that little girl is fucking real man yeah but yeah so like i don't believe in ghosts but like the conjuring movies were always scary because of my big thing uh both of them were really smart and they were actually good exorcists right that's mm-hmm. oh speaking of exorcists the exorcist that that's good. another really good fucking horror movie <laughs> Oh, there are lots of good ones. Lots and lots of good ones. Fuck that. All the Exorcist movies. I enjoyed most of those, I think. Friday the 13th uh, was a great series. Nightmare on Elm Street. Those classic ones I really, really enjoyed. The thing I liked about the... Uh, what's it called? Sorry. The thing I liked about the... Um, the Exorcist wasn't that it was scary because don't get me wrong, I watched it like way after it was out, right? I thought the yeah. thing I liked about The Exorcist was it was shot so beautifully, like everybody cared about that show. Like every person that was involved gave a fuck about that show, and I gotta say I really appreciate it because it was so refreshing. Well, see that's like. When you watch documentaries about these old shows, like the Friday the 13th movies, the original Halloween, like these people, it's usually like their their first foot in the door and it's their first bit, like actual attempt at making something. And the reason why they have so much staying power is they put every ounce of themselves into it. And that comes across, even without the big budgets and all that stuff. Like, they have, there's a heart and there's a soul to those movies. I mean, they're still horror movies, so like, but like, they have a lot of heart and soul in them. And that's what gives them legs and makes them classics. It's like, Um, Elf is one of the greatest, I think, Christmas movies of all time, because that movie's got heart and soul. Like, everyone who worked on it, you could tell just loved and wanted to make it so true to like the original like uh, stop motion that Rudolph cartoons and Frosty cartoons and all that stuff but and it all comes across like you can tell that they had passion when they made that and that's why Elf is such a great uh, Christmas movie there's uh... still heart and soul and passion in these horror movies that like the original Evil Dead that sets them apart that eat might not be as big and flashy and have all the bells and whistles that everything else has when you have money, but you can still make a piece of art that can still affect someone. Oh, I agree with that. Uh, well, my whole thing about... Uh, so I disagree with you on the Christmas movies. I know this is the Christmas episode, but... Um, <laughs> you know what I think the best Christmas movie is? Die Hard. You know what? Die. I had Die Hard's always been a Christmas movie to me. Mm-hmm. So is Gremlins. Since we're going yeah, to oh, talk about too. Gremlins is a Christmas movie, and I will fight to the death anyone who says otherwise. Everybody who says otherwise is like needs to get their heads straight. If it's set during Christmas, it's a fucking Christmas movie, right? The snow on the ground, Christmas lights, Christmas carols in the background, Christmas movie. Christmas. Yep. It doesn't matter if there's gremlins killing people and melting in sunlight. Christmas movie. Yeah, it doesn't have to be Christmas the main miracle, focus. But... <laughs> it doesn't have to be the main focus of the movie to be a Christmas movie. No. Right? The Santa Claus doesn't have to come in and save the fucking day. 
<laughs> no, Gizmo has to save a fucking day. Yeah, actually, he's kind of a badass in uh, ones too. With his fire arrow and his fucking Rocky oh, Man- or Rambo bandana. One of the greatest and cutest moments in all of cinema is Gizmo saying Rambo. Rambo! Like, yeah. Oh, man. Right there. That just melts my heart, man. <laughs> ah, what else is there that's always been really cool? But, uh, oh. I love the. Rambo! <laughs> Like the Dracula um, movies, though, like Bram Stoker's Dracula or like the Frankenstein and the Wolfman movies, I always love the mythology behind a lot of those characters, a lot of those creatures and characters. But again, none of them ever really scared me. I don't think. Well, I, I don't. I I can agree with you there. I don't think they're really meant to be considered scary, though. No, I don't think so. Um, like maybe at the point in the time, but I, I think it's like our people's view of scary is kind of moved away from that. Kind of like how nowadays people's view of scary is like jump scares. Yeah, it, it has to make you jump out of your seat to be scary. Whereas, right. like another good one was Tremors. Tremors because like it's, again, it's, there's a lot of comedy in it, and I love the, the mix of the. Kind of like the horror and the comedy. Is and it like, like is Tremors really a horror movie? Because like I don't know. I'm thinking about Graboids I'm, aren't I think scary. Graboids aren't scary. Yeah, I, I don't. I, you know, I don't think they are. Now that we think about it. But uh, uh, what else is there? The classic horror movies. Like, don't get me wrong. I think Tremors, Tremors is a fucking awesome movie. Tremors 1 is awesome. Actually, believe it or not, Tremors 4 is also really good. Yeah, I've watched the first three. I haven't seen four. Uh, well, you should watch four because it actually kind of like... actually kind of treats itself quite uh, seriously. Where like it kind of... The, the Graboids are actually scary because they don't have modern equipment. They, it's it's like a Western. It's set for when the first the town was first created. Okay. Right, so they don't have modern technology to save them. Which is fucking pretty cool in my eyes. It's going on my list. Oh, um, you know what? I, I forgot. One that I watched as... That's probably like 12, 11 or 12. was Candyman. The original Candyman. They did a remake like 10, 15 years ago. It was, it was all right, but not nearly as good as the original. But the original Candyman, that was a good one. That was great. That one actually, I very, very rarely get nightmares. That one gave me a nightmare. Oh, well, I think it's because the original Candyman is actually like, it's got. The reason why Candyman's actually scary is because it's got like these, like super super topical fucking like undertones. Yeah, and he's got that fucking meat hook, and in that dream, I he got me with a meat hook, and he like dragged me around by that. I still remember that. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Left me with a pretty cool scar in my dream. Because of course I got. Hey, away. You know, 
<laughs> and you know what? You know, you know what else? Fucking dicks uh, dig scars. So in your head, you're like, yeah. <laughs> but always uh, want a cool scar. My it's like I want to go for a walk in the woods and get attacked by a cougar, just to get some scars. I don't want to get attacked by a fucking cougar, man. That's no, I'm old. Out. I'm an old man now. I don't want that. <laughs> um, there's an old t- tale from where I lived. My parents used to tell me about their guy, this guy who lived uh so there's the the pipeline it, they, I don't know why they call it the pipeline cuz there's no fucking pipe there first of all right it's, uh anybody in clearwater it's a dumb name you're dumb yeah um and he was walking his dog there he just spent like he had this $5000 dog right this new puppy he bought and he's walking it on the pipeline right and all of a sudden, the fucking cougar comes out and mauls this fucking dog. Like, he's walking from one end, right? And it's like grassy trees on one end and grassy trees on the other, I think, right? Yeah. So, uh, the, the fucking thing comes in and tackles it from, what, like, the right side of the path over to the left side of the path. And then all of a sudden, he's sitting there and he's kind of, like, just kind of taken aback because he's never fucking seen anything happen before, right? But then he just starts running after his fucking dog, right? He manages to catch up to this fucking cougar and fucking uh, he starts he gets it into this headlock this this cougar and it didn't want because it didn't want to let go of the prey uh, so it wasn't like it didn't want to like bite him because it was biting the dog already yeah um, so when he did that he fucking ran over and like I said he was fucking had the dog in the fucking headlock and just punching the shit out of this fucking or the, the cougar in the headlock just punched the shit out of this cougar until it finally he finally got it to let like the dog go right yeah then when he finally got it to let the it finally got to let the dog go he fucking uh like he grabbed the dog and took off when he finally did that uh like he like got the dog back to his truck and he was like running it like it was gonna take it to like the fucking veterinarian even though there's no vet in clearwater uh it must have been in that for that month but uh he fucking uh like he realized once he got the dog back into the fucking truck he's like I could have died. I would, I would jump in there if it was my kids being attacked by a cougar. But I wouldn't do that for a dog. Yeah, that's what he said. That's so, so like, like, so apparently he got to he like got to his truck and everything like that, and like he was telling all like all of his friends and everything like that. My parents that, and he's sitting there going like, apparently I didn't realize it, but like I was like, by the time I figured when I got in my truck, I was like, I could have died over a dog. <laughs> I could have, I could have just bought a new dog, right? And I know there's going to be people out there going to be like, well, "That's so heartless." They're fucking part of your family, but yeah, fucking this, it's not worth your life. Well, my hot take is, I'm a cat guy, not a dog guy. I'll play with someone else's dog, but they can take that dog for a walk. Not my thing. You can take that dog for a walk. She'd have to be very, very cute. And have a good pension. Have a good. Well, yeah, you're gonna need it if you're gonna you're gonna fucking jump in at a, <laughs> uh, jump in on a fucking uh, a cougar man, a mountain lion. And hey, when you get to my age, that's one of the things you start thinking about is pension. But, oh, all right, I think we're going a little off topic there. <laughs> Sorry, but like, that's actually scary. <laughs> that's see, that stories like that I think are actually scary. Yeah. So is dating when you're single at this age. But that, hey, we can do another uh, episode about that. 
Dating? <laughs> oh, God. I'm sure we both got some horror stories. And Andrew's tied down, though. I'm sure he's got some stories he could share from before. But uh, The question is, would he want to? He might not want to. He's got a listener that has a vested interest in him. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is, is it worth it, Andrew? Oh, hey, Andrew's oh. like, so many. Let's fucking do it. All right. We're going to have a dating episode on one I'm get, for that nerds. I'm going to get really close to the camera. I'm going to go. Andrew, do you like to play a game? Hey, I'll do some things once. <laughs> <laughs> some things you can only do once, Nolan. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, maybe we should wrap it up here. But uh, to all of our listeners, thank you for listening to us once again on One Podcast for Nerds episode. I'm calling it 29 slash 43. And I'm calling it 192. Why not? I just want to say thank you to Austin for joining me tonight. I'm oh, Nolan. Me, and with me was Austin, the Beagle. And I'm the Beagle. You can listen to us next week. I'll let Andrew cut and paste something about Acast and supporting us and all that stuff. His spiel. I'm the guest host tonight, so I'm going to get away without doing that. So, all right. Everyone out there, take care. Thanks for listening. talk about Halloween, just some scary stuff. I was going to ask you some Halloween questions, but... Well, here, let's quickly do one each. Just All right. Just to do the Halloween episode. What was your favorite Halloween costume dressing up as? So, I have two for that answer. That's okay. Um, my first one was when my dad was really, really sick. We, uh... He wanted everybody to dress up. He said, like, money wasn't expense. He just wanted to see everybody dress up one last time kind of thing. So uh, I was really obsessed with uh, Transformers. And we ordered this $800 fucking uh, Optimus Prime costume that I, uh, wore for I wore for Halloween. And the other one was when I was a kid. I lived up north uh, in McKenzie, which isn't too far up north for some people, but it gets really cold up there, right? And, uh, well, I dressed up as uh, Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh! But we had we were, so, we were so young, my parents made us wear like snowsuits under it, so I dressed up as super, super, super obese y- Yami Yugi uh <laughs> as a kid and it's like i fucking i was so grumpy as a kid but like as an adult i'm thinking back on it, i'm like fuck that's funny <laughs> it's like when I, I was a kid growing up in edmonton we go trick-or-treating like we'd wear a fucking snowsuit under our costume i remember one year i got a, an outfit and my parents ne- my mom never thought that you know it's gonna have to wear a snowsuit or anything and so yeah. halloween I put it on, it fits, take it off, get my snowsuit on, try to put it on again, 
no fucking way that's going over top of the snowsuit. Yeah. So I had to go with the costume I had the year before, but which was a devil, which was great because I was able to double dip. I had long uh, trident. Yeah. And I'd be the first one at the door, get my candy, go around back because it'd be like seven or eight kids, put my bucket on the end of my pitchfork, hang it over. I double dipped every chance I got. <laughs> yeah, smart. So you're a clever. You uh, you should what you should have dressed up is as the Velociraptor from uh, Jurassic Park. My Can son here. Well, it's close. He we got him an inflatable T Rex. One of those oh, ones, dude. I think that's awesome. I fucking love those costumes. <laughs> um. What else is there? So, all right, Nolan. Halloween. Uh, you asked me my favorite costume. My uh, favorite was my when you were, favorite. All right, go on. So, when you were a uh, teenager, because Halloween isn't just for kids. No, it's not. When you were a teenager, what was the worst like thing you did during Halloween? Oh, the worst thing I did during Halloween started with the costume i was hanging out with my friend we were 15 or 16 we weren't going to go trick-or-treating neither of us had costumes and start we started handing out candy as mom's house and then we're like fuck this why don't we go get some candy as mom ran a daycare out of her basement so he she had a uh a trunk full of like costumes and all this dress up stuff yeah. and my buddy, he was tiny. He was like, I'm going to say four foot two, but he's probably about five foot two. He was mm-hmm. so small. So he fit into all the kinds of stuff that she had in there. And she she kept all of like his older brother's old costumes and all that stuff. So no problem finding something for him. But I've always been a big guy. The only thing that fit me was a Santa outfit that she had homemade put together that her husband wore for these kids one year and like it was a stretch to say it was santa it was like you there was red on it but like yeah uh, it, it just it wasn't a santa outfit but only thing we had that fit me right so i put that on and my buddy's like there's one thing missing opens a can of beer and sprays me with it so like, there you oh. go you're gonna be drunk santa so at 15 or 16 i had i trick-or-treated as drunk santa and my uh, buddy, that was the greatest thing. We we open like we knock on a door, and someone would open it, and like they aren't you guys a little old? It's like oh, just trick or treating. They're like, what are you? My buddy's like, I'm whatever the hell he was, and he's like, and he's drunk Santa, and that never went down well. But the worst thing, same uh, trick or treating trip. We went to this one house, and there was this. This kid, he was in, like I think, the grade below us. And he was handing out candy because I guess his mom thought he was too old to go trick-or-treating. And he had a... I'm pretty sure he had a learning def- uh, deficit or something like that. And my buddy, he's like, you know, we're the last people trick-or-treating. There's no one else out here. You should just give us the rest of the candy. And he had a great big bowl of candy, right? And yeah. to be fair, we were probably the last ones out because we started late and we wanted to get as much candy as we could. 
And so my but so this guy's this kid, he recognized us from school and my buddy talked him into it, took advantage of him. Yeah. And uh I felt kind of dirty about that. But I never really got up to a whole that was probably the that's probably the worst Halloween story, story I've got. Yeah. Mm. Where it's I wanted innocent. drunk Santa. Kind of innocent, man. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, I did participate in a Roman candle fight once, but those were so yeah. common when I lived in Barnetville. That wasn't anything. See, I've never did Roman uh, candle Roman candle fights. That's for sure. But I only I did used... it once, and then we didn't do it the following year because some kid burnt himself. Yeah, <laughs> see, that's that was me. I was I was always scared of that kind of thing. But I will say. One thing that uh, I did do a lot of during Halloween was TP people's houses. <laughs> we did that a few times. I uh, specifically remember um, TP in someone's house, but uh, not realizing that somebody was home. I got a story about my brother who threw a party at my parents' house and his but his friend came running through the front door after taking all my mom's eggs and egg in the neighbor's house and getting caught. Fuck. Um, see, so what happened was I TP'd the, their house, right? And some the guy came out, but he, uh, he didn't come out with like a bat. <laughs> We come out with. came out with a shotgun, <laughs> <laughs> and I remember this fucking hillbilly fucking oh oh yeah you fucking teenager you think this fucking funny boom shoots from there you think this is fucking funny boom right and I'm like we're like hiding like we're hiding behind like a tree in like his his neighbor's backyard like holy fuck this wasn't a good idea. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's the worst thing I've ever done in <laughs> during Halloween. Almost die. All right. Well, I think we should end it on that. 